I'm rolling. We're ready? We're rolling? Yep. Mike's hot. All right. Hot mic, hot mic. One, two. And this table's a little Three, wobbly, so. two, one, <laughs> and we're rolling. Tony, turn Candy Crush off. I haven't played that game in actually months and months and <laughs> in months. In two podcasts. <laughs> which is months and months and months. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Suggested Donation. I'm Edward Minoff. I'm Tony Serenai. And you are, sir? I'm, I'm Jay Braun. Hello. Jay Braun. Braun, Braun. And, and it's 2015. And we're here to do a little kind of year in review things going forward just to chat a little bit a little chatting a little ra- i wouldn't even say it's wrapping up 2014 but I, a recap but you know i'm also, saying i'm gonna say instead of wrapping up i'm gonna say ramping up for 2015 <laughs> i like it i like the attitude i like the enthusiasm so we get a lot of we've been getting a, a lot of feedback and we've been getting a lot of listeners and we really appreciate all of them and you know a lot of the feedback has been positive and some of it has been negative some of it really <laughs> negative and there's like three that were negative. Even the negative ones, I think, make pretty valid points. And I don't want to, I don't want to dismiss it because I, I think we're at the in the end, we're all trying to do the best podcast we can. And I think that we all believe in what we're doing here and in creating a platform for an art form that really isn't getting a great platform right now. So, uh, you know, that's kind of our mission. And if we succeed and, you know, interview somebody and, and give them a platform to talk about what they're doing and everybody that we have on, I mean, we're reaching out to people actively to get them on the podcast. Everybody we have on, I think we admire hugely. And it's been overwhelming. Everybody I've ever asked to come on the uh, podcast they were all like really enthusiastic. Like, yes, I would love to. Yeah, be on the I mean, podcast. the only people who have who have been a little bit reticent have been people who I think it's more of a shyness issue. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that that has been something that's come up. But uh, and there's even been a couple of people I know who are really, without saying any names yet, uh, we've talked to some people who um, are really going to be, I think, really cool people to. I'm not, I'm, I don't even want to say interview anymore because this is going to talk to. Yeah, talk it's more to. of a conversation. A con- I mean, that's, and so back to, to this idea points, what you were saying yeah. about um, about like one of the criticisms we've gotten is um, like uh, a little bit a little bit of inter- interrupting and um, which which I think is valid, like you were saying. But at the same time, um, I, I read a couple of you know we get a lot of emails and and one of the emails was like we are getting a little window into what it's like hanging out with you know, these artists and them talking as if we're at a bar. And I think when we initially started this podcast, the idea was, yeah, you're kind of interviewing, but the, but it's sort of masked under the idea of like hanging out at a bar. I I think it's important to, to note to listeners that you're friends with a lot of these people. Mm -hmm. So what they're really hearing is a conversation where if you're, for example, joking with Mark D'Alessio or something like that, you know, it's, you can't yeah, help but just it's be not like a straight interview. We're yeah. having, we're having a conversation. We also had a lot of wine that night. Yeah, but, we uh, did have a lot of wine that night. And I think, but if you know, we do also- interrupt it. A lot of it is because we we had a lot of the wine. <laughs> and, and and one of the things, like you can also notice that some of the times, if we're it is more like a more interviewee um, type of podcast, is somebody who we might not know like personally really well, and 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 and. And uh, I like that too. Like I like both. Like when we had Mark Delessio, uh, not Mark Delessio, when we had Vincent Desiderio on, um, you know, I've we've met him a couple of times. But I had actually never met him. I met but... him like once or twice, and I've had like really great conversations. So I knew a little bit about him, and I knew how much of an intellectual he was. And so I was really excited just to hear him talk. So, but I also wasn't comfortable enough with him to like to do that back to and joke. forth in a Although fun joking. We but we ended up joking around. a lot yeah. with yeah. him, and he's and really he's great. Funny. He was so fun. That to was talk a to. really good. Like that was one of my favorites. I walked away from. I think we all walked away from that being like, "Whoa, that was a good interview." Yeah. Yeah, that was really dense. that was super good and um, i think I, I we got a lot of um we also got a lot of uh, uh feedback from people saying um you know i had to listen to that one two or three times because they were just like so dense yeah either it was going over their heads or they were just it was like they had to, to get you know to really get what um vincent was saying it took a few listens to but everybody felt like it was really satisfying um podcast um so one of the other things I wanted to say just about the like the feedback that we're getting is you know in the, we're not professionals we're all, we're artists 
and we don't like we're, this is our first podcast. We're, we're also pretty. <laughs> this generally, is our first like talking in front of people. <laughs> we're generally pretty introverted, and like it, we're learning, and I think that we are getting better at it. But uh, and, and and it's not you know a steady progress. It's you know it's it's jumpy, but uh, we're definitely you know trying to find a balance where it's a you know it's, it's a like an honest conversation that really gets at what artists think, believe, what, what they're doing and what, what they're all about, and at the same time not having it be like a dry theoretical conversation that gets so abstract that it yeah. gets boring. I mean, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and the ones I tend to gravitate towards are, are they're like fun conversations. Yeah, but also... Th- and they're informal, and I, I think that, that format is something that really interests me. It's almost the antithesis of like news programs, kind of yeah. talking heads where people, or, or interview shows, which points. are all scripted. Yeah, and people just, they, they reiterate their talking points, and they never actually say anything. And no I matter what the question is, they just, they just say well, their talking thing, points. You, you answer the question you wish you had been asked, and <laughs> politicians do that a lot. And, uh, you know, it, I think I'm, I'm after something, like getting kind of underneath it all to, to really find out who people are, and... Those conversations, I mean, they're, they're always going to be a little bit hit or miss, but it's got to be kind of an informal conversation. I think that that's, it's disarming and it allows people yeah. to get comfortable and relax and then they're able to speak honestly. And I think that's a really important thing that podcasts do that is sort of, it, it's, it's a new thing that podcasts are adding to sort of dialogue, recorded dialogue. Also with that, I think some of the best information that comes out in that format of in, in informality is that you'll get to things that you would never get to right, yeah. when you're like, oh, let me jot down a couple of questions I'm going to ask he or she uh, uh, about their art. Um, you know, the idea of like a straight interview, and one of the things we say to the people who come in and sit with us is look if like we're going to ask you you know questions about art and everything but if you don't want to talk about your art and you want to talk about you know the baseball game like fine that's the idea i mean they don't do that but the idea is that they i want them to talk about anything they want to talk about because that's like the life of an artist if you're really inspired by baseball the baseball game is going to come out in in In, one way or another right and so if that's like your motivation for painting is is baseball then that analogy will come out eventually and i think that's that's what these longer conversations get at um, I really like the long form conversation because of the, you know, because of the, it's not anti, um, in, uh, interview, but I just like when I've listened to podcasts or radio shows or something like that, the ones like you were saying, the ones that I remember most and gravitate towards more are the ones where they go off the tracks, on the tracks, off the tracks, on the tracks. And it becomes like you're in the room with them as opposed to like listening to something from a distance. Well, that's also if it's on the tracks the whole time, you don't get to the baseball game. Like exactly. And then something might not come up that you would never get to because like, you know, one thing leads to another leads to another. And then it's just a kind of this slightly abstract route, but it gets to something that is really interesting, at least to me. Yeah. So, um, another thing I wanted to bring up was, um, just, people contacting us. I, I would love for the podcast to become a little bit more interactive and I would love for people to reach out with ideas that they have of either people that they'd love, like for us to talk to. We are based in New York and we don't have a travel budget. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yet we need people uh, e- either who are going to be in New York or who are based in New York to speak with or who are close to New York. And we've reached out to a lot of people saying, you know, when you're in town, and, and they've all been really positive. But uh, if, you, if there's somebody that you'd like to hear specifically, or are there themes that you'd like to, yeah, you know... Are there questions you'd like to have asked, or... Yeah, please, yeah. like, contact us either through our website, which is uh, suggesteddonationpodcast.com, or uh, we have a Facebook page set yeah. up. And if you're on Facebook, that's probably the best way to contact yeah. us, because... Because we're the, on Facebook all the time anyway. <laughs> well, the, um, the route to our emails from the the um our website is a little bit circuitous yeah. and facebook is just a little bit more direct so if I, I, I if mean, you it, like the podcast please like us on facebook if you're on it 
Or just contact uh, Jay Braun at OkCupid. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can reach us through my, my OkCupid profile. Dude, is it a premium? Is it a premium account? It's or not a premium You got to get the premium account or else you're getting you're scraping help the bottom of the Help us to help Jay Braun get a premium account. We are taking donations Cupid. now. We're going to suggest some donations that's going to go straight to uh, Jay Braun. One criticism that I would like to even uh, say about the podcast for ourselves, when you're talking about the, you know, um, the social media type of thing. We're not like, we're really not good at the social media thing. And, um, I think we need to get better at like being on top of the, you know, whatever the Facebook page or, or just finding out all the technology things. Cause th- it's completely new to me and I stink at the computer right. stuff. Yeah, so you guys that's something updated. we really need to do that. It's the, just creating the podcasts, just generating these interviews takes a lot of time for all of us. And, it's pretty hard to find time to do other stuff because we've, we've got, I mean, we're full-time, you full-time know, we full-time artists, jobs. Yeah. And, and Jay, Jay is a full-time, you know, uh, uh, I mean, musician. Can we talk a little bit, Jay, about what about you Jay do? Bron? Let's talk about Jay Braun, 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 Sure. Because you, yeah. you're like Jay this Bron, hidden, Bron. There, I've gotten this like, well, who's Jay Braun, you know? Them, and <laughs> I've gotten a to, lot of feedback from people I know, Jay, saying how much they value your input on the podcast. That's actually because, true, Jay. We're oh, not, we're not screwing around. Thank you. And it's because of that at times. That's we, Jay Braun at OKQ. <laughs> <laughs> because we forget when we're talking to, you know, uh, uh, most, all the people thus far on the podcast have all been, you know, visual artists. Um, and we're talking the same language. So a lot of times we forget that we'll, we'll start throwing things. Yeah. I'm the across. lowest common denominator. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're throwing things LCD, across at each yeah. other. And then we start, um, you know, not everybody is on the same page as us. And I think you've been that, you know, well, a, yeah, a, bit, a, couple a bit of times. the voice of like the, the, the everyday man. Also yeah. when we're interrupting a little too much. Yeah, you, 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 you bring us back. <laughs> I, I rein them in. Redirected. <laughs> Guys, the thing I wanted to talk about is like, um, Jay's input into the podcast and talking to these people, but also Jay, I mean, there's Jay, a lot of behind the scenes. Yeah. Stuff, but you so, know. so, 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 so Jay's really instrumental in making this sound really good. Not only, um, the, the sound quality of it, but to like tighten it up and everything. And, and Jay, and Jay's, uh, uh I mean, you're, you're a master engineer. I mean, you've done bands. I don't know if I'd say that, but, but, you're, but well, you you've are. done this professionally you've done it for radio broadcast. What's and your, what's, and it's, what's your, um, your, studio called uh my studio is called melody lanes that's where we do all the editing for the podcast that's once. in brooklyn like the bowling alley yeah like the it was named after the bowling alley because yeah. it's, cause it's right near brooklyn bowl yeah it's right, it's right around the corner from Brooklyn yeah. Bowl. And the Wythe Hotel. If you're staying at but the Wythe Hotel and you need Yeah, but I mean, you've done t- tons of bands. And I mean, you've, yeah. as long as I've known you, you've been, doing it, you've been doing sound engineering and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would say 90% of my work is recording bands. And that's, that's pretty much my staple. But then the other 10% is doing something really interesting like this. And that's sort of a treat for me. Um, and the other 10%, along with the podcast is like creative stuff like I get to you know compose music for I've done some music for video games I've done some bumpers for radio shows hopefully we'll get some uh, bumpers together yeah you gotta write, we gotta do music yeah we can we, production we'll get, value production yeah, yeah. value we'll, we'll get together a bumper for, for, for this show like a nice uh, piece of music that either I've written or that we can manipulate you know some other piece that That'll we can do something awesome. with I'm really yeah, excited I think that, to hear you hear what you come up with because Jay is actually a really phenomenal musician thanks I'm amazed that you just you you zip through, you know, chopping this out, putting this in. Like you'll hear, you know, a lot of times when we're um, we're recording, it isn't the best sound. Like there's noise around us because we've done it at different places. I mean, right there now. was one where the bass, like you could feel the it Grimaldi in your feet. one. Yeah, the Grimaldi one. There was actually a party going on underneath us, and you could feel like your the feet floor were vibrating. Bumping. And, yeah. I mean, and it was and, hard to even stay focused on the conversation. It was just so dis- the music was so distracting. You'd hear a song that you recognize, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you kind of lose your train <laughs> you of thought. You've got to move it, move it. You've <laughs> right. got to well, move it. You know, my favorite jock jams. You know, but I, you know, then listening to the podcast. I mean, you occasionally hear it, but you have no idea the like the the what we were recording in like you you just wouldn't know it and that's a lot of also what what jay brings to the podcast that's not necessarily immediately apparent so so much of what i do is reflected in what we hear from from you guys and and from the guests is you're taking a lot of basic principles and you're applying them to what it is you're doing like in that case for example you know we were you know finding the frequency and of the bass and, and bringing that down or you know 
putting a low cut on somebody's microphone if it was leaking too much, but it's the same thing over and over again where you're, you're really applying the basics of your discipline in order to make something workable and beautiful. What are you laughing I'm at? I'm laughing because <laughs> really the most important thing that Jay Braun does is that he erases some of our monumental bombs. <laughs> I mean, timing <laughs> or, is important. Or when they're so monumental, we leave them in we because they're too them. good. Yeah. But a lot of the, the mid-level really bad bombs you take out just so we can like show our face. Well, I mean, you know, in public, one job I had many years ago was I worked for NYC. Um, oh, that's right. Removing, uh, like the us and ums from Mike Bloomberg speeches and things like that. And you get a real, uh, sense for, and I mean, again, this goes back to the basics and you do it in music too is, is, you know, you get a real sense for how to cut something together so that it's natural and has a rhythm that a human being would actually, it's Say, not like rapid fire speech. It still has right. those like natural, like human qualities. Yeah, you have to leave pauses. You have to leave breathing. If you put two sentences too close together, it suddenly sounds unnatural. Um, but you know, and a lot of that goes back to music too. When you're comping a vocal together, you can only do so much adulteration before it starts mm-hmm. to sound unnatural. Mm-hmm. For me, it's definitely been a um, a treat to to. Just, just your knowledge, your vast knowledge of knowing how to not only put things together, but what sounds good and this, like the timing of stuff too. Yeah. Like, you know, we don't, we're not always on point with stuff and you're like the timing of this or the rhythm of this should be, it'd be better if you just take out this segment and put this one back yeah. in because the rhythm is better. So, um, it's all cross a, platform. It's all, yeah. it's a uh, quick question, Jay Braun. Um, Obviously, I mean, you're, you're, you're an artist, but you didn't, the idea that the, the visual arts, right. I guess what we're doing, um, you not being necessarily like, uh, 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 knee deep in it. Like we are, what have you learned really kind of you know, from the, some of the, cause we've talked to some really like, like top tier artists. It's, it's amazing how much, um, all of this stuff cross platforms. And when you hear artists talk, you know, it may be a, you know, obviously the technical principles of it are different, but the, it's, it's just amazing to me how much it's all, it all goes back to the same mindset and the same, um, you know, you build a good foundation, Mm -hmm. you're a good draftsman, you're a good engineer, whatever it is, like these things are important to making a, a, you know, it may not be the only thing or it may not even be a necessary thing in some cases, but if you're doing a certain, uh, type of product, whatever that product is, you know, the discipline you apply, it all goes back to kind of being the same things and coming from the same mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my brother has been listening to the podcast. He's, um, a, a fool. Yeah. He's a second degree, uh, uh, black belt in Shodan. He's a, he's a sensei. He teaches, uh, he's taken jujitsu. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a pretty well versed martial artist. He's been doing he's an it animal. For, he's I'm been doing it for you know. like 15, 15 years now. He knows how to years. kick ass. This guy knows how to kick ass. <laughs> well, the point I'm making is that, yeah, if anybody doesn't like the podcast, my, my, my <laughs> brother is, my brother is going to come he's out. Arm you. bar you yeah. until you submit. No, no. What, what I was going to say is he's listening to this podcast and he's like, you know, talking about Anthony Wachulis. He's like, what Anthony Wachulis was saying is like, the basics of, of, of like the Zen basics of martial arts. And you know, it, it's, it, it comes as no surprise to me. All of these things cross platform. Uh, yeah. you know, I also want to say like, I've been doing art on some level my whole life yeah. as far as, you know, I, I, you know, I'm a, I was a graphic designer initially and that cross platformed into me doing recording engineering on digital platforms. And, uh, well, as far as my own art goes, like just my, my own, Art has, has taken a tremendous leap forward since we started doing these conversations. And it's just from listening to these people and reminding myself of these basics that, you know, a- apply everywhere and going back and applying Outside them. of the arts, too. Just like I would think, you know, like with, with just anything you do, that idea of like really putting focus and all your effort into this. We've thing. helped you live your life better. <laughs> <laughs> One time I was asking Tony to do a B for me for a, like a graffiti style B yeah. for um, – a letter a, B a, or a B? A, 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 the letter B. And uh, just watching the motion you did with your hand was like watching my brother do martial arts. Like there's a certain intensity mm. and uh, movement that 
people do when they've done something hundreds and hundreds yeah. of it's times. Like, I think we should set up a me- fight between your brother and Tony and <laughs> uh, see how his muscle not. memory. <laughs> My muscle memory won't won't get me out of like you know some sort of chokehold. Yeah. Anyway, it's that. it's just amazing how much just anybody from any discipline or yeah. from any art form once they've done it for a while, or Is, even from any like thing, maybe even uh, technical skill can yeah. relate back to you know. One time I was showing somebody how to do a signal flow, how to make it so that... What's could, a signal flow? So you could get from a microphone to uh, through whatever electronics you're doing. Yeah. It's, it's actually gain structure is what I'm talking about here. What's gain structure? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> like making sure that at every moment uh, your amplification is not distorting and that you're not turning up something too much because something else is turned down, that sort of thing. Oh, okay. And I was explaining this to somebody uh, who I was working with, and he was like, dude, I'm an auto mechanic. All this is like... Like, right away, he knew exactly what I was talking Conceptually. about. Conceptually. Conceptually, it made perfect sense to him because he was working on classic cars for so long. And he mm-hmm. was like, oh, this is just like, you know, you know same I, thing with cooking, same thing with anything else. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, I think part of the idea of the podcast is being able to translate this idea across platforms. I mean, yeah. it's awesome someday to have your brother or somebody to come on and talk about that and find exactly how that relates to, you know, the kinds of paintings or, or mm-hmm. sculptures we're doing and uh, one of our next podcasts, which we will the, release, the, yeah, the, the, oh, which we oh, recorded, yeah. spoke already, to yeah. Chef Nick Anderer, who is the co-owner of two uh, restaurants with Danny Meyer, who has like an empire of restaurants in New York City and some of the best restaurants in New York City. Yeah, and, that, was, uh, that was amazing. We, you know, we got to talk to him, and I think we found a lot of common ground. Yeah, and, definitely. And I think that's one of the ideas that we had initially with this podcast is to be able to, you know primarily talk to artists who we love but also talk to people who do different things like like nick andrew or or like uh you know hearing jay braun's perspective just having these kind of cross-platform ideas and making the case for the kind of art that we do and the importance of developing that skill yeah and i mean i think it speaks to something beautiful about humanity and about the human mind the way um you take these uh, these things that we all somehow have in common when we do the things we do, and it just branches out into so many different directions yeah. and so many different disciplines, and it can produce such beautiful things. Right. Like, look around us. We're, we're in the gallery at... Uh, the Grand, Grand Central Atelier in uh, Long Island City. And a lot of these people are... Yeah. A, lot, a lot of these people are <laughs> students, right? I, I'll take care of that. I'll take Sorry. care of that. <laughs> my, my ears are I tried to one. turn. It didn't, didn't happen. They're really talented. Yeah. And, and they're then, getting better all, like, all the time. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. It's really... It really they, uh, been, thing. The Grand like, Central Atelier has been really uh, welcoming for us to record here, as has Salma Gundy Club, which has been which a great we're, relationship. Yeah, and we're yeah. grateful. I mean, it's a beautiful library that we get to record in. Yeah, location. I mean, we probably don't talk about it uh, enough. The People should really go. If you're in New York, um, you should pop, you know, go obviously to all the places to see art but go to places like the salmon gundy club because there is a it's a museum gallery in the back and their gallery space now their brand new gallery space is incredible and there's always different stuff but there, and you know a mix stuff, of but... stuff that you know maybe i'm more into so a little bit that i'm less into but like there's always something for me to look at there yeah. and i think they've got a lot of you know really great members yeah uh, because and you can become a member it's not super difficult to become a member so you got to do that. <laughs> Not you, like the people. <laughs> people come oh, we need to, um, the, uh, uh, a few people brought up was just the diversity of the guests. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's definitely something that I'm sensitive to. Like I, I recognize that we haven't really done a great job with that. And it's definitely something. I mean, we've reached out to different but people. But a lot of that and, is just chance, meaning like somebody was uh, well, that's the free. Point. Yeah, and we were like, awesome, let's just do that. And again, you know, we're doing this so... I don't want to take uh, anything away from the podcast, but we're doing a so side project in the in the fa- in the sense where when somebody's like accept when they accept time wise, we're like we just jump on it right away, right? And I, I think you know it it hopefully will will balance out a little bit more, but uh, I definitely want to say to the people who have who have mentioned that that uh, we hear you, yeah, and and we and we're right on, and we're like, actually agree. We want we want such a different well but diversity, this, but like not necessarily, you know, even yes, but like subject matter wise, I still want to kind of that too. I mean, yeah. I think want a, that, that means a lot of different too, things. Yeah. And um, this was year one, you know, and I yeah. think we did we did a. I, I mean, I'm very proud we of what we've rule. done. Yeah, I think I'm very, I'm very <laughs> proud of what we've done in year one. But, I, you know, I also want to be getting better and improving all the time. And I think that 
in that respect, all of those, the both the, the praise and the criticism yeah. that we're getting is, is really helpful, us, and we hope you'll keep you know writing in and and that you'll you know hit us up on our Facebook page, yeah. on which the blog, we need to wherever. get better at as far as like being on top of. Which we, we might not respond, before. but we definitely read we, it. All. We read everyone, and uh, we we hear it all. And so, if there's something that you think would improve it, we, you know, we definitely would love to hear it. The other thing that would be helpful is if you can go into the iTunes Store and like you know give us a five-star review because uh that just helps us get the podcast out more was there any of the conversations or any of the episodes that sort of stood out to you it's amazing that at the end of every podcast i'm like that was a great (laughs) at the end i mean it's granted i'm a little biased yeah you know but when the mics are shut off every podcast jay's like that was the best one one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but is there one that you guys felt like to you in the episodes or something that kind of stuck with you or a personality or something that you were like, wow, that was awesome. My, my personal favorite was the Anthony Wachulis oh, podcast. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Yeah. I like that one a lot. I mean, we, we, we had a lot of laughs during it and yeah. I, I, I really liked Anthony's work and, uh, I thought he was a great guest, but they all are so good. When I go back and listen to them, I'm like, Wow, you know, I'm not a fine art painter, but I just find this stuff fascinating. When we when we finish our conversations and you know and, and start putting all the equipment away, the conversations always continue, continue for a little for like while. Another and, half an well, hour. Everybody that we've had on, I really want to have back. Yeah. Like Anthony Wachulis, yeah. for instance. Uh, once we turned the mics off, started to talk about some ideas that he had, uh, which I think he talks about a little bit on Facebook. If you're not a friend or you know follow him on Facebook, you should. But, I mean, the conversation, I think part of the idea of the podcast is that these are the conversations that we're having anyway when we're together. And so, you know, they go, like, with yeah. Mark D'Alessio, we all went out to dinner afterwards, and the conversation just kept going For and like going. another couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and there was a lot of interesting stuff that Mark was saying, and it would be great to have him back on yeah. to explore some of that. Yeah. But um, back to White Chulis, one of the things he was talking about was some theories that he has on... Uh, why we respond to certain paintings and in a very very he's super analytical he's amazing uh in that in that respect and uh that would be something that i would love to explore a little bit more as a theme another thing that um that uh, anthony talked about a little bit was uh using painting using photo reference mm-hmm. and i think a lot of the guests that we've had have been pretty outspoken against using photographs that they have some philosophy against that and um i thought anthony laid out a pretty nice ar- argument for you know defending his use of them yeah, I thought and so uh i think that's a theme that it would be fun to explore a little bit more but i also think in, in terms of the diversity of guests i would love to be able to uh explore a little bit more of that side of the argument since so many of our guests have been yeah kind of talking about why, and I feel like at this point, and, you know, there will be more, but uh, we've heard a lot of really good rationale for why some people avoid using photographs, and I'd love to hear more about, you know, uh, from the position of people who believe that, you know, that's a a perfectly valid thing to do. Which is another parallel to recording, you know, how much do you use technology to... Uh, how much do you rely on technology to alter the results in your final product? Yeah. This is a conversation that musicians and uh, producers and recording people have every day. It's the same, and, thing and, it, as, and it goes from generation to generation. Too. Totally, <laughs> but I mean, you know, there, there we, we, we could. <laughs> excuse me, I'm talking here. Sorry, I can wait. Tony interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, please comment on Jay Braun's OK Cupid account about Tony <laughs> interrupting. Sorry, uh, go on, Jay. No, no, what I was going to say is, you know, the invention of the camera or Photoshop, for that matter, you know, that kind of turned things on its ear and, and suddenly you had a whole bunch of new tools you could use or that you could use to help your work or help you cheat, depending on how you work that. It's the same or thing. Or how you, how, how you look at it. How you look at it, how you, how you view what it is you do. And the same thing happened when, well, it first happened when you were able to start recording stuff onto wax cylinders. And then it definitely happened, uh, you know, it's happened throughout the ages, but it definitely had that kind of like the industry suddenly 
had a quantum change when Pro Tools came around, yeah, when, yeah. when suddenly it became very easy to look at and manipulate uh, waveforms audio. Well, one of the things that, you know, back to the um, discussion of like um, some of the, you know, some of the guests using photographs and other ones not is I th- I don't know. I thought it would probably be a good episode on its own to get a few, a couple of different people and have them talk about it. Yeah. Like, like one, one person discussion. who's like doesn't and has a, a, a big reason for it and having somebody else who does and has a big reason for also it. Also interested and get them in just it. to talk about it. I right. think that would be really interesting. Like not a debate as not much a, as yeah. just like, a a here's what I'm doing and this is why, and here's what I'm doing and this is why. And you know, so I think for, you know, as the podcast, you know, becomes mature as I guess it would be a good word, but, uh, as it, uh, as, as we, we mature, yeah, as we mature, <laughs> but as it continues, <laughs> <laughs> okay. just, just acne medicine, man, it'll make it all go away. Um, but you know, as we go forward with the podcast and I, I, I want to go forward with it. You know, we were saying like, let's just give this a whirl. That's it. I'm done. I'm out of <laughs> Ted's here. Ted's out. <laughs> Great. Ted's out and Jay's out. I guess I'm <laughs> no going at this alone. Um, but, but getting, um, getting, you know, not only guests in and talk about their work, but getting really, uh, looking at something like a subject matter and getting people to talk about it too. And saying like that's the episode, it's right, not necessarily yeah. just interviewing. It's a discussion. Well, yeah. I think a conversation. Yeah. I would back like to, to have and then back to the like interactive thing, like yeah. having people who are listening who are into this. Give Maybe us we some... can have somebody dislocate their shoulder on the show. <laughs> <laughs> For, well, who did that? Was that Delesio? He, who did that? Oh, oh yeah, Delesio. <laughs> where he was gently, he was gently, gently placed. Put down. That was a great like, conversation. Yeah, yeah. And what's annoying is that uh, I forgot who I was talking to after that that episode came out, and they're like, "Yeah, Mark has did you uh, did Mark tell you about this this story?" And I was like, "No," or this story. I was like, "No," and they're like, "Oh, you got to ask him about the so and so story." And I was like, "Ah." <laughs> it's, it's, I look back at some, you know, of the year of talking to some of these and, and I, there's people I want to get back on the podcast know, in 2015 yeah, just to continue the conversation. So it's such a hard thing to do. I know, uh, I was talking with Graydon Parrish and I, and I really, that was, I think he was our second episode yeah. and, um, you know, I was talking to him, uh, uh, recently and, and I asked him, I was like, uh, would you ever want to come back on and just do something like a Bouguereau lecture? Because uh, Graydon's like a Bouguereau expert. Yeah, yeah. And he was like 100%. He, he was like, like he was so leading pro. the charge for the Bouguereau book at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was, was. He, he was. was very involved in the research. So I asked him if he would want to come and just do just just Bouguereau, not necessarily on Graydon Parish, but on, on Bouguereau. And he was like, totally. Yeah, so that's something. That like that's another. I mean, we, we when we're not, like when we're just talking to each other, us three, um, we, we, we think of ideas all the time. And I think we have a lot of cool ideas for 2015 that I'm really excited to, to do. Um, the adventure series is going to be great. <laughs> the Western, which one is the West? Which one? I want to do the sci-fi. Western is going to be the best one. I want to do all sci-fi. <laughs> Ted, is there any, I was going to say, is there any, um, there's one thing that I wanted to talk about just briefly. Okay. I, I think we're going to try and keep this one pretty short, but, uh, you know, Something that I just want to acknowledge, because uh, I had the good fortune to see it, and <laughs> a lot of other people didn't. But uh, Tony recently finished oh, a commission painting. It was uh, the rhino. The rhino yeah. painting. It, wow, that it took was, a while. Yeah, it took a while. I mean, <laughs> that was at, at a certain point, it just becomes a labor of love. But it, yeah, it becomes it a great artwork, and I, I posted about it on. Um, you know, on the Instagrams. If you don't follow me, you, you can. <laughs> what's your <laughs> Instagram not, name? I don't know. Edward Is it Edward Minoff, yeah. Right. But um, I posted a picture of it, because, and I I wrote that it's one of the best paintings that I've seen by a living artist, and uh, I remember you things. were kind of uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> with that a little bit, but. <laughs> The truth is that painting it, it blew me away. I mean, it, it's how big is it? It was like eight plus feet by six, a little over six feet. Um, no, but the painting I, I got to see it right before you shipped it away, and yeah. it, it, it touches on a subject which uh, you know we could talk about later um, about the where people get to see art because I think that we the kind of painting we do is underrepresented in museums, and that painting is one of those paintings that. 
Uh, well, it could. Well, I think it could. It, the the person who, who commissioned it will Is probably it? give his collection at some point to a museum. Oh. Well, I think he's building a museum. Right. So, it, oh. I mean, it will at some point be a, pub, a public it, on public display, I assume, but it might not be in Tony's lifetime. <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the thing is that uh, I, I got to see it, and I was standing in front of it, and the scale of the painting and the finish that Tony got on it were mind-blowing. Like, it's the, the initial impact of standing in front of this painting is you're just completely disoriented because it's so well-painted. And every Thanks. corner, there's, there's no place to hide in a painting like that. There's sometimes... I mean, I paint a lot more loose than you do, and I often feel like loose painting gives me a place to hide in that, like, the brushiness, like, people's eyes complete things and the brushiness yeah. a lot. But your painting, like, every corner of that surface was believable space that you as a viewer were entering into and and i thought it was such an amazing accomplishment i've seen you you do incredible small paintings and you know medium-sized paintings but i've never seen anything i've never seen anybody paint anything this big that meticulously done and with no place to hide ever and it it blew me away seeing it and i was so i mean at the risk of sounding a little condescending, I was so proud of you seeing that <laughs> painting. I really was. And then I was thinking about it. And Good job, why I Yeah, Good I wanted job, to kid. just give your hair a tussle. <laughs> but I, uh, I was thinking, you know, I guess on the way home, on the subway ride home, after having seen it um, at the Framer, that uh, that, like, that painting, there's nothing like that in the world. And there's no place to hide in it. And... It's such an incredible accomplishment, and I've never seen anything like it. And then, and I, I hope you w- wouldn't mind talking about it a little bit, like the theme and the idea, because you're, you, you talk, uh, a couple people uh, came by to look at it while we were there, yeah. and you were describing what it was about. And I was really impressed with the theme, too, and it, it was really meaningful. It resonated with me. Um, and, I, you know, I, I think... It's a little abstract right now to hear me talk about it, so maybe we can post it on the Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, I've, or I've never, I've actually haven't released it yet. Yeah, and I only, but I will put a because detail, at this point, because I yeah. felt like it's yours. I will, release, I but. will, because I, I don't know why it was weird. Because that was thanks, thanks for saying that actually, because it means a lot to me. Uh, because it was, I was, I told you, I was a little uncomfortable with. You know, you do, you spend all this time on stuff, and then you send it off, and then you know and you don't, gone. and it's kind of gone. Yeah. And I didn't, and I didn't show it you right. know i was planning on having an unveiling but the timing was it just off didn't work. And it just i mean didn't work i remember that timing. and just feeling so disappointed and i'm gonna that... try to get it back uh at some point it's Can on I have the my painting back <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna try I to know get it's it back. gonna cost about forty thousand yeah. dollars to ship it but <laughs> it's big but i'm gonna try to get it back and do and show it because um we've had this conversation about like how important and, and it came and it got to the point where i think i called you afterwards and i was saying you know, yes, it's this, like you were saying, this labor of love and it's a commission and all this stuff. But it gets to the point where you want to paint for yourself, yes. But then you but for all, your but, community. But you want to paint for your community. You want to paint for your friends. You want for you paint for, pe- for all of us to be like, look what we're doing. You know, um, you're not saying it's like, oh, we're, we're so good. But it's the idea of painting to make things better, you know, to, and, and then hopefully your friends see it because I know, I know that when you do one of your paintings, when I come across, you know, when you do, uh, you know, your, your, your amazing paintings that I'm, I'm, you know, we're always, we're always just so excited. I always get so inspired by my friends and we're, I think we're really fortunate to have like amazing amount of, uh, uh, talent around us and, and just good people. But, but the idea, so that I was calling you and I was saying, I'm kind of just uncomfortable or just like bummed out because my friends didn't see it. Yeah. And, and it, it was the first time that I was like, Oh my God, I paint for my friends a lot. You know, like I didn't realize that I was painting for my friends. And then this, you know, this, this painting that I'm proud of is go- kind of gone. I mean, it's not, I can get it back, but it's like it, you didn't have this like, Hey guys and girls. Like, well, check it's like it out. you didn't get that, <laughs> no, like spike no, we'll the football it. in the end zone moment. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like you worked on that painting for so long yeah. and th- you, I mean, you had a tremendous sense of accomplishment having yeah. finished it and it, you'd never done anything that big or ambitious before. And then to, you know, to have that moment to celebrate it. I mean, I, I find that just in life in general is that I'm, I'm, 
reluctant to take the time to celebrate moments, but it's a really important, but even more important is how people view art. And, you know, I think we could, you could post images of it, but it's those won't give a yeah. sense of, like, my, the feeling that I had standing in front of it, it was a little bit, it, it just this disoriented feeling and this mm. incredible, like, sense of wonder at, like, where the space begins, where the real space ends and the, the, yeah. your sort of fictional space begins. Yeah. And getting lost in that, in that place, standing in front of that giant canvas is yeah. an amazing experience. And I think everybody should be able to experience that. And I, I think you can't get it from reproduction. You need to see, see the, the painting the in painting. person. I mean, it's not just the scale of it. It's also the resolve, the, the I mean, to get a consistent texture yeah. over that biggest space you know, painting with triple zero one hair brushes <laughs> is an amazing accomplishment that, you know, I, I, I think it deserves recognition. And, you know, I, I recently had one of my paintings um, acquired by the New Britain Museum, which is where Graydon's awesome. big yeah. uh, mm. 9-11 memorial painting is. And uh, it's a painting that was really, really dark. And I think it's the kind of painting that people really like, but that nobody's going to buy for their home. And I was really glad that the museum picked it up and that they're going to put it on display because... Your painting was really dark or you're talking about Graydon's painting? painting? I mean, I know Graydon's painting is, but what, what well, about... Well, yeah, his, that's a dark subject. Yeah. But uh, no, mine is, is just a very dark uh, like ocean f- painting. Physically I see, dark, I see. Yeah. And it's not the kind of thing that... I think it's the kind of thing that I... You know, like almost like a depressing song that sometimes you just need to listen to. Yeah. It's, it's got... I was hoping to give that feeling and it's not the kind of thing that you're going to put in your living room. Right. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, you know, a lot of our paintings, that's how we're able to support ourselves yeah. is they go into people's living rooms and some people are willing to take a leap of faith and live with something. All right. But uh, anyway, I was really glad that this was going to go into a public institution. And I think increasingly I'm seeing that the, that we are getting accepted in those places. And I hope that, that your big painting gets there because how art is seen is so important, particularly, right. yeah. you know, if it's a one-of-a-kind painting. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's kind of what I was trying to get to when um, what you were saying about not only pain, painting for your friends, but the idea of being so excited to see, even if it's not your friends, people who, uh, whose work you admire when you see that, when you see them and you see them trying to do the best they can, it's inspiring. So the idea, I was like, I wanted to see if I can inspire some of my friends with my painting, not only subject matter wise, but you know, the fact that I would try to do this thing. And because I know I'm so incredibly inspired by, by the people I admire so much that I, it's almost like I kind of want right, to do your, back. you do work for your peers to I, a certain I, you degree. You really do. You it's, do. it's kind like, of I mean, like when, I, when you, I'm mixing something, I'm like, Ooh, wait till somebody, you know, so-and-so <laughs> hears this. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, or like, yeah. you know, yeah, it, it's, it's weird. And I don't know if that's just, um, we are kind of a pack. We do have a pack mentality. As much as we might be these lonely individual artists, we do we do want to be around. You know that again that like that whole kind of a crew. Like I have, a, I have a question for you about yeah. this. Um, can we talk about the, the painting? Yeah, a little absolutely. Bit? Uh, it's a it's an endangered rhino, right? Yeah, it, it it was the whole. Well, it was, there there are none left, right? Well, the, the idea was that with, there are mixed with, reports on its extinction, yeah, yeah. right? Well, well, the idea is that, um, uh, when when the person who um, commissioned who it. commissioned the work, he saw a couple of my paintings. He said, "I really like this. I really like that. Oh, I really like this little rhino thing. You do. I like rhinos. You know. Uh-huh. And I think they he supported the um, the right. whole." The conservation of rhinos. And um, so, so I was like, I have this idea. And actually, I had this idea in the back of my head to do this interior. And I would love to do more rhino stuff because I do love rhinos. And, and it's, it's something that I remember, you know, growing up. And they just looked so, you know, they looked so sci-fi that it was like one of the animals that you just loved. Anyway, so I had this opportunity to do a, a painting on a large scale. And then I wanted to put this thing, rhino, and I started, you know, like, I think we talked about this in past podcasts. I, I do a lot of research on my, on if I'm going to paint something. <laughs> Brother, yeah. you do a lot of research. So I started researching it more or less just to be like, oh, I'm going to do this painting. And then you start researching it. And, and especially in the rhino 
world and most of the stuff that comes up is just conservationist uh, conservation right. or just the death of rhinos and i started right. to become become attached that to was the my idea. that was my question were you attached to rhinos as an endangered species a little bit before but once you start reading and start like actually finding out more information i mean the it, situation it, is it, dire it just it like it jumped it, my, the whole thing it made up. you more aware it made me so much more aware like i thought i knew something because you watch like you know national geographic or something like that discovery channel but when when you start like reading up on it it's like it's kind of like oh my god like but this is kind of bad that's part know? of the kind of painting that we do is you gotta you gotta really know the subject yeah. like you really yeah. look into it it's not like you don't just paint it like i think or at least the way that that Tony and I work is we're we're doing like constantly researching the subject to really mm. understand it, yeah. and At least there are all different to, kinds of yeah, aspects yeah. of that or forms that that research takes. Sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah. So so I started researching, and I had and I had the idea in my head of what I wanted to paint, and a lot of it was like building stuff and in my studio and 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 adding all this stuff in. But like the more I got into the the subject matter of the rhino, the more I wanted to really get into it. So I started. Uh, finding that the western black rhino was the the subject that the, the rhino I was going to put on uh, the unfinished canvas and hopefully I'll, I'll put a image up so you can so you, I know this is a this is an audio thing so we're talking visual but but there's an unfi- there's a rhino on a canvas on an easel and the rhino's half finished the idea is that this the rhino that's um, half finished on the canvas is is um is a is one that's not extinct yet the one the and i put around the painting that there's um uh stuff on the floor stuff around the our rhinos that are at the time i was painting started to paint it there was like an incredible like there was like 20 left in the wild the western black rhino that that's the one that's by the time i finished the painting it was pretty much in so many words and so many uh, declared uh, extinct. Declared extinct yeah. in the wild, right? Except in the wild, for, like yeah. pretty much like the timeline of this painting that I did in my studio. I saw something that existed. Your subject went extinct. Went extinct. That's how. And that was and a it, big theme and in it, the painting, like, and, right? And, and yeah, not just rhinos, but like extinction, right? Extinction, like, things that are lost. The, the huh. painting is called. I, I named it Oblivion. Uh, and, and, and so I started putting stuff into the painting, subtle things. Cause I'm, I'm not a hit you over the head type of person. I've, I've always just been a little bit more subtle. It's just my, my nature. But then it, it, it things started becoming like, what are we losing? What, what things lost, things found, lost. but list, things lost. And I started kind of getting into this idea of law of, of, of things being lost. Like does loss weigh on us as a, as a, as a society. Um, and I, and I think it does like we gain a lot of stuff with, you know, technology and information and everything, but how important is, is loss to us. And I think it's actually, you know, I, I think it's incredibly important. So anyway, this, this subject matter, which is this rhino, I just, I was kind of blown away and, and it didn't take me that long to paint this thing, but I saw an extinction. Yeah. In not my lifetime, in the matter of the lifetime of a painting. As and I th- I, it just kind of blew me away. I sent Tony the article that, uh, you know, or one of the articles that said, you know, Black Rhino declared extinct. And as you guys know, I'm, I'm something of an animal activist. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you wrote me back a pretty passionate, you know, it was terse, yeah. but you wrote me back a very passionate response. And I was sort of like, right on, Tony, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, that I, you, you have an awareness about it that you didn't have before. I if I didn't like go down this road of like, hey, I kind of want to know more want, about well, this But subject. even starting with like, I want to paint this subject. Yeah. And then it gave you this whole kind and of it, thing. And it kind of, it was like incredibly sad to me, you know? So yeah. the painting, I tried to make it look as beautiful as like, as I'm able to, but you know, and I don't want it to be this like depressing, sad painting, but it, like it was sad because I was like, like when you paint them, like you start really realizing how beautiful things can be, um, in nature. Yeah. And well, that's in one of life. the great gifts. And it's like, yeah. And it just like, not just the rhino, you start realizing all these things around you are like things that exist are beautiful. Yeah. And that's kind know? of one of my favorite things about painting portraits, painting people yeah. is just getting to spend 
time with somebody and getting to know them as an individual, as somebody, you know, I mean, there's so it's you can't get your head around how many people there are in the world, but to get to actually know, you know, somebody and take that time, that DNA, that genetic combination sitting in front of you, it's totally unique. That's never happened before. And then that set of experiences that they carry with them. I mean, it's so like that's so exciting to me. I thought Stephen Assale. Um, you know, and the episode of, with Stephen Assel, yeah. I think he brought that up a lot, yeah. and it was really um, that was to what get he his was take saying, on like, it. It was really, um, I thought that was really inspiring too. Yeah. No, he that was a, I thought that was a, a really good episode. I, I know with with his episode, um, you know, at the end of it, I think we were like, oh wow, I'm hoping people will dig this one because it was so. Like, yeah, I remember that. You were like, was this good? And I'm like, yeah, yeah like I it was really. It, good. But it was really just. It was like really like I really felt like Steve was like it was really heartfelt and yeah, it came I felt from it a was deep great. place. I just yeah. wasn't sure that it was going to relate to everybody. Like the entertainment it, factor, yeah. almost not that uh, that's what we're doing this for, but I it also got went on so many yeah. like. People yeah. were so the into Facebook it. page lit up on that. One. Yeah, I mean, people you never were know. Really like that. Really, you know, I just it just inspired never, me. Like yeah. our own. Like I think Michael Klein came up to me and he's like, "That was like amazing." And I was like, "You you liked it?" And he's like, "That just it really." He's like, "I really felt like he um, was talking about stuff that I'm really interested in." I thought like so. Sometimes with the podcast, it's amazing that um, what other people get from it. You know, I've 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 uh, I've gotten so we I, we've all gotten a lot of really great responses from people. But again, his his reached a lot of people too. A lot of people thought his honesty and and um, getting deep down like that. You know, they his found paintings it, are so great. They just they just felt it was really inspiring. Um, yeah. Um, we're coming up on an hour here. All right. I okay. feel like we've covered uh, everything for pretty just much. a little chat between just yeah. And I also us. I do want to say, like in the future, I, I'd like to throw these in periodically. Um, one like is a way too. to kind of have more direct conversations with people who are listening, who can you know who can get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I would love to you know to keep these kinds of conversations going and also like explore different themes if if people if people want to bring them to us. You know yeah. if, if there's something that a lot of people are talking about, you know, in a place you know other than where we are. I would love to know what that is and, you know, see if we can explore it and yeah. uh, also hear about what kind of, uh, you know, other other guests people would like to hear. Um, not yeah. all of them are going to be totally right for us, but, you know, I, I think we're going to try and uh, hear every, you know, everybody's Let us know. feedback. Yeah. yeah, And I would also just, you know, patience because I know they come out kind of, we're not on like a really Yeah, that's another thing. Schedule. The schedule, like... Because we're are all... Are people giving you... Yeah. Well, I know that when you're building an audience... Irregular. When you want to build an audience, like if right. you're going to do the... the you got to do it you right, know, yeah. the one, You know, the 101... I mean, right that. now, we're about one a month. And right. it'd be nice. I think ideally... I would really like to get two a month. Two a month, but... And try to get them out on a, like, you know, every... Every blank. Tuesday, right. you know, and morning. The third Tuesday every, of every month. Yeah, right, yeah. You know. And I know that's... Um, I know that uh, 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 people would really appreciate that, and we're going to try our best. I would appreciate but it. Just but be patient. Thanks for putting up with us, guys. Yeah, this is our more, yeah, sometimes like putting, we're not so easy. Better, yeah. it's, a better it's, word. It's, it's real hard sometimes. Well, to put we're, up not, with we're us. not professional. None, none of we're us are not professional, professional broadcasters. Um, we're professionals. Except for Jay Braun, who places. is a professional. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of us ain't professionals. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, thanks so much for listening, and please keep the uh, the feedback coming, and uh, please like us on the, our Facebook page, and please keep rate the us on iTunes, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Et cetera. Have, again, thank you to Sam, Sal Magundi, but the biggest thank you to Jay Braun, who's oh, you know, tireless doing efforts. a ton of work, just are, amazing, yeah, stuff yeah. for us. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> thanks, guys. And just uh, and really, available for remixing, mixing, or ahead. blind dates. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and and really, <laughs> we have some really cool stuff coming down the pike. So um, just stay tuned. And uh, yeah, the next should, one's going to be Chef Nick. Chef Nick is the next one, and we have some really um, already. Not, I'm not going to say confirmed, but people who are just definitely uh, uh, showed interest in coming. And, and there's some there's some good ones. Just good line good stuff coming down the pike. All yeah. right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. All right. See you. Bye. 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 I'm going to say ramping up for 2015. <laughs> I like it. I like the end. What? Modeling? Modeling no. No, it wasn't The finish of a K thing? No, 